0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Journalist Talk. I am your host Bea Barros and today I have Omar James. He's a Fox Sports 1 digital media screener and he's here with me to talk a little more about himself. Hey Omar, thank you so much for coming.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited. Let's get started.
0: Yeah, so just like a warm-up question that I always do is, can you give us a brief biography about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. So I don't know how much into detail we want to give, but there's a quick biography about myself. My name is obviously Omar James, 26 years of age at the time of this recording. Um, just celebrated my birthday, so woohoo! Um, But i from Carson, California. Um, I went to Cal State Northridge, started in 2015, and ended up graduating right before the pandemic. And then during that time, I was just studying journalism and communications. Uh, I've always been really like I've always loved journalism. I've always loved sports and I just like creating things and and being in the know um, And I feel like journalism was the best really the best bridge for me the best profession to take so uh, Once I got to see I got up and running uh, Really just jumped right into it and tried to make it happen. I'm obviously skipping steps along the story, but um, yeah, so once I did that, graduated, did some internships at Fox Sports, uh, landed a nice job, I would say. And As I say, you know, the rest is history, and now I'm here sitting with you.
0: Yay! So, first of all, congratulations. Didn't know it had been your birthday, so I'm so sorry oh, about that. You. It's all good. And, uh, you know, you said that we skip some steps, but maybe with my questions, we can fill it in the gaps. That's so cool. the first thing is, why did you want to become a journalist?
1: Well, the main reason I wanted to become a journalist was because I was too short to play basketball. So I really wanted to play basketball like every other little kid. I wanted to be in the NBA. I wanted to be like Kobe. I wanted to play for the Lakers, but I'm not six foot six, you know, so that was like the main thing that pushed me into the journalism space because I was able to stay connected to sports and I was and my height was the limitation so that was the main thing that got me into it in addition to just really growing up around it I will literally watch ESPN and and those products daily I'm so much so that I knew their working schedule that's kind of like glued me in and made me even more of a fan of the business but I've always wanted to be a journalist and I've always wanted to work in or around sports.
0: Yeah, that is that is really cool. That's like mainly the things that we hear here in the podcast. People are always <laughs> like, oh yeah, I wanted to play this, but I couldn't. or you know, it, it's cool. It's fine. It's part of the journey, right.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And uh, so you graduated during the pandemic, right?
1: Yes, I did. So I graduated in 2020. Um, the pandemic happened in March of 2020. I think I did my last journalism package for uh, one of our professors literally the day before school shut down. So, um, I, yeah, graduation was in May 2020, the world shut down in March 2020 and ended basically my college career or experience a little, a little early. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. How How did that impact you in finding a job or finishing up school like in a good beat because we know that when covid happened you know nobody was feeling like 100 percent anymore people were feeling like super sad or anything else how did that impact your last few months of school
1: i mean it didn't really impact a lot for school because i was already on a path to graduate i didn't really have to do too much to be honest with school it kind of made it easier just because we didn't have to do as much hands-on activities the part that I feel like it really impacted a lot was after I got to school. So when I tried to look for a job or maybe look for internships or just things to start getting my feet wet in the industry, there was nothing available. And that mentally played tricks on me because I knew I was talented. I knew I had the drive. I had the ambition and the availability to do whatever it was needed to be done. But there was just little to no opportunity out there. Um, so I think that was the main thing. It wasn't no, more so about school. It was about just fighting the mental struggles of knowing that even though you are good enough, you're talented enough. Right now, it's just not the right time. And I think finding out that basically it wasn't the right timing, kind of getting rejected in the process, it just made my skin tougher and made me focus and made me go even harder. So, uh, I mean, it's something that I wish didn't happen, but obviously, I'm grateful that it did.
0: And uh, how did you find your internship at Fox at first before being actually hired?
1: It was it, The way I found my internship was just by the grace of the most high. I was working at the Nike Sponsored Drew League, which is a program basketball league um, that they do in the summer. Um, people like Kobe Bryant's been there, LeBron James just played there last summer, and basically all the top guys in around the city of L.A. Um, and I was, you know, doing my thing. I was filming, videographing, and working on social media for, the, for their team as well. And I ran across a dude, Chris Broussard, who was on TV every day for Fox, and I just asked him. I was scared, but I just asked him, like, y'all got some internships for Young Brothers at Fox? And then he just looked at me kind of funny and was just like, all right, man, what's your, what, what's your email? You got a business card or something? And at the time, I didn't have no business card. I wasn't expecting that type of response. I was just like, I'm going to just say something to him, throw it at the wall, and if it stick, it stick. If it don't, hey, at least I got something to tell my mother later. Um, but yeah, that's how I did it. Uh, long story short. So me and him got into contact and some infos. He set me up with an interview I had at Fox Sports radio. Um, and this was probably happening during the pan, not during the pandemic, but right before the pandemic started. So once he got me in there, I mean, like you say, the rest is history. I, I was able to take it from there. Um, and then I did actually lean on him again when it came to my job a little bit, but I think that with, you know, with what I was doing already and. And in my my resume, I felt like he was more so icing on the cake. But when it got to my internship, you know, he was the cake. He, I feel like he made it happen.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And I think it's fun uh, for you and a lot of people that get into sports that I interviewed here in the podcast. Literally every experience, it has to do with sports. And that is really fun <laughs> for you guys. Like You guys are doing the niche that you wanted, really since yeah. very like early in the career. like I also saw that you work for Season
1: Sports. So do you want to talk mm-hmm. a little more about that? Yeah, so during my college, I would say career, but during my college years, I, I worked at the Season Sports Network. So my job at the Sports Network was similar to what I was doing at the Drew which was capture footage, make highlights, make little packages, um, and then you know we just distribute them whether it's social media whether it's through different avenues long-form avenues we just distributed but my main focus was to basically learn everything that needs to be done in order to run a production so during that time i spent time directing tv i spent time on replay i spent time actually holding the camera i spent time doing interviews with players coaches personnel and, and things of that nature and honestly that was a, an amazing time it was an amazing experience it was something that that really made me that it's something that confirmed my want to be into the sports world. It was, it was amazing. I, I used to love just getting up there asking coach a question about the basketball game. He looked me in my eye and then I look on the, the school news or something like that. Or I'll look up the tea leaves of the sports news. And you know, that same coach is being talked about on bigger platforms. And sometimes it's about some things he might have had. So just being in and around on the CSUN sports network was an amazing experience and it's a 10 out of ten. if anybody listening I go to CSUN, find out about it I highly recommend
0: we got a new coach by the way I think it was the men's team, but they got a yeah. new
1: coach yeah 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 that's good that's <laughs> good hopefully they can start winning some more games they'll see me back up there when they start getting uh, when they start getting right.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that is really <laughs> cool. I see that, like, you have a lot of videographer and social media MMJ in your resume. Mm-hmm. Which one do you like best?
1: Honestly, I think that the, the best thing to do is uh, is to make connections and lean on the experience of others sometimes. Um, and when it came to the experience of others, a lot of my friends just, you know, as soon as we graduated, they took off at the MMJ route. And that's cool. And that was great. They learned a lot. They all have positive reviews for it. But when I seen how their life was, I was like, you know what, that's not something that I want to do. That was okay, but I'm happy that I was able to learn from that and learn from them. And then I didn't have to, I didn't have to basically learn the hard way. So I I would say more so I like doing the videography stuff um, with a little bit of the MMJ, obviously. I don't want to be the person that has to stand out in the rain or in the snow for six, seven hours. I'm not that guy, but I am that guy that can take all the videos, all the footage, cut it up, chop it up, put it on the TV, put it on your phone, make a make a graphic for it, get it on Facebook. I'm that guy. I can do that in my sleep. But do I want to stay in the rain or do I want to stay in the 110 degree weather outside in half a suit? No, sir. No, thank you. I'm not opposed to it, but I don't want to do it.
0: There you go. You had your share of experience <laughs> on that. Now you can focus on it. On- what you actually want. Hey, listeners, I have a great news for you. I'm here to incentivize you to create your own podcast just like me. I couldn't think of a better partner than Buzzsprout, and I recommend them for you as a beginner in podcasting. Buzzsprout can help you with publishing your own podcast in every major platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. They also automatically publish on your personalized website, and they give you all the statistics in detail that you want. To start your own podcast and to win a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the instructions on the link in my show notes. If I can do it, you can do it too. Good luck on creating your very own podcast. And I was wondering, which class and professor most helped you to get where you are right now
1: mm, that's a great question i will honestly, honestly it's an easy answer but i will honestly say all my professors but two professors in particular that during my time i see certain that i feel like pushed me um what's for sure miss turner sally turner she was amazing and Ben davis professor davis so those two kind of push me um miss turner professor turner I don't know how she likes to be referred to these days since she retired. she was a sweet lady, but she always pushed me to think outside the box, always pushed me to, to bring something more to the table, other than what's required. So I loved her. I loved her environment that she cultivated and I loved that she was always easy to talk to, open book, and eager to teach and eager to, to eager and eager to, to help us learn. And I, I like that. I want to learn everything. I'm a big learner. Um, and then Professor Davis, he was amazing as well. He pushed you in a different type of way more so realistic, like this is what we're going to be doing in the real world, tighten up, this is how it's going to be. And honestly, coming in, like, you know, going into my senior year, my junior year, I needed that. I needed a little bit of dose of reality because when you're in college, everything is so fun, so happy, go lucky, you're in a bubble. You don't even realize that outside in the real world, it's cutthroat, dog-eat-dog world. And that just means that you have to be sharp. So I would say, I don't even know what class it was, but Matador News, that was the best class that that we did. Uh, I would go back just for that class again. It was Matador News, and it was another class. Valley View News, I don't know. Matador News, Valley View News, got to take that class. If you win journalism, if you like TV, if you like production, anything like that, take that class. You won't regret it.
0: Yeah, I remember met at her news. That's where we met, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. been years. <laughs> and you know, yeah. it's so funny because, like, uh, Professor Tony Miss Tony, I don't know, she, she was, like, so amazing and she really took people out of their comfort zones. I'm never gonna forget, like, I am fresh here in the U.S., like, just got here two weeks in the country. And then she's like, oh, yeah, well, next week we're going to start the things. Here's the name of the anchors. And I'm like, how am I going to anchor, like, in <laughs> the first week? I, I don't know how to speak English anymore. And then she's yeah. like, no, 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 you're going to be able to do it. Don't worry. And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. And, you know, she was such a such a nice person. And it was, like, literally, I don't know if she knows that, if I ever told her, but, like, if Trevor listens to this episode, she was one of the reasons that I really transferred to... Yeah to here plus like our whole class everybody in that class was so nice to me and you know you guys made me feel welcome even though like it was not like my country I was just getting here and everybody was so nice and I was like okay so I, I got some cool people right here and then COVID came everybody graduated and I was like oh my god <laughs> how do I make friends anymore
1: <laughs> I remember that I remember you doing that first episode up there you were scared but I think you did your thing especially you know like you just got to the country two three weeks ago <laughs> you're already doing a tv show reading a rundown yeah no nah, you did your yeah. thing kudos to you for that you brave because if that was me i don't know i probably would have told him next week because i can't do it
0: oh yeah but you know it was like such a cool experience i was like okay i'll do that and then towards dan yeah. i was like oh this is so fun i want to do it like every time <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was fun it was fun it was fun and then honestly to me i don't know if you were like this it would be embarrassing because i would go home and watch the whole episode and i'm like i messed up there i gotta I that more smoothly oh my package can use some right there so like it was cool but it like you could see your mistakes and see areas that you need to improve upon and i feel like that was cool to me as well
0: oh yeah i have well i use more uh my youtube channel for like videos and cool stuff like to show my family what was going on. And then I remember me doing like some some huge reels like with the episodes, like the parts that I was talking, I was like, oh my god, people are gonna actually see that. <laughs> but you know, it yeah. is it is fun. And I still remember there's like one day that like the teleprompter like went crazy and I was reading, I was like, okay, so we got papers. That's good. We got papers. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. See, I don't even remember that. Now I want to go back and see what happened. because I don't remember, but look, you got the papers. We had the script. We've been practicing it for like yeah. three hours, four <laughs> hours.
0: Well, it was been nine to, what, one, nine to three in there? I don't know. It, it was like such a long time and it was so good. And I love that I'm collecting people from there to come to my podcast. I got like Esteban. I got Daniel. I got you. Well, I'm going to fill it up, just people, with all of you guys that are <laughs> rocking outside It's school, you know, like doing their careers. And I'm so proud of all of you guys. So that's why I'm <laughs> giving the stage here.
1: No, Mia, thanks. We're we proud of you, too. You know, I speak for everybody. We're proud of you. You definitely came over here, did the thing. And now with the podcast, the podcast is dope. It's amazing. And it's a space, like, you know, people like me and you could come over here, talk, and, and hopefully, whoever's listening can learn a little something. So.
0: Oh, yeah. We can like for
1: you, share
0: it. <laughs> Thank you for
1: for all of us. <laughs>
0: and uh, this is like, I, I know it's something going to be like related to sports, but what would be your dream job in this field?
1: I don't think I know my dream job. Um, I think if you ask me my dream job today, you'll get an answer, but it won't be the same answer maybe in two years from now.
0: Well, um, I can let I you know you next time that I interview you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, next time you interview me, I'm going to have a different answer. Um, but right now, I think my dream... Um, I have two different dream jobs. The first dream job is to work for the Lakers. I want to work for the Lakers in some type of capacity, whether it's being like a part of their media coverage, media team, being a Lakers reporter. I don't know. but I just want to be a part of the it. team. Like I love the Lakers. So if I could work for them, that'd be a dream come true. And then a the second dream job of mine... It's to be a it's to be a, a, like a digital producer. I want my own show. I want, to be, I want to be able to have my fingerprint on whatever show, whether it's a basketball-related show. It could be a news show. It could be whatever type of show it is. I would prefer it to be sports, but <laughs> I want to be someone that has basically their own show. I want to have my fingerprints on something. So those are my dream jobs. I know it's a, it's a broad thing, um, but that's just something that I want to do like now. So that's that's what I'm dreaming
0: about. Yeah, it's completely fine. Your dreams are so valid. Like, if you want to <laughs> have your own show, grab a camera, grab, like, a Zoom or something and do, like, a podcast. Grab a camera and do, like, a YouTube show or whatever. You can start these dreams. Like, they're going to be, like, tiny until, like, someone, like, ESPN, like, oh, Omar, let's let's work here, you know? Maybe you have your own show there.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. That's good advice. And you sound just like my mom. So, like, not like in a disrespectful way, but my mom is just like, "Oh, my, you know, do this. You can do it. This is what you need to do. So I got to start listening to y'all. You know y'all, what? Y'all, y'all know. Mama James is right. Let's go. Create your own show.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Mama James is definitely right. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. You know, like, I want to do something with podcasting and radio and have my own show. So, like, here I'm having the best of both worlds. So, got to start your own too. It's going to be almost 2 years that I have this podcast. I'm so excited. Really? Yeah.
1: I remember when you first started. It's been almost 2 years already?
0: Yes. I know, it's crazy. It's... But it's so yeah, nice. It's
1: impressive. That's what it is. It's impressive. Good stuff.
0: You know, and it's been growing like in, like it's not crazy growing, but it's growing like so nicely for me. And I'm getting like so proud of it every time that I that I access like the stats and people talking and I'm like, yes, okay, it's worth it. Like you know, every Friday, new episodes it's It's really cool. I, I'm really happy. Okay, so my next question for you is, there is any advice that someone like professor family friends, whoever told you that you keep it on the back of your mind every day while
1: you're doing your job? Um no, not not that I could think of like off the top of my head. Um, obviously oh you know what I just remembered I just remembered so one advice that my family told me since I was a little kid was hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard so that saying means you if you show up and you work your butt off you can beat out someone who's talent more talented than you and if you're talented at something you have to make sure you're working hard because the hard workers are always going to show up and they're always going to show out. Well, they they want to always show out, if you will. Um, but basically to me, that just means that if you are talented in the area, make sure you're working equally as hard to maintain, you know, your sharpness, your readiness and your elite status, if you will. And if you're not talented at something, work your butt off and you can also reach the elite status or elite status as well. So that's something that I, I keep in the back of my mind because... You never know like I don't know, you just never know talent isn't always the number one the number one thing if you're a hard worker, you can get places if you listener, you can get places if you're able to to deal with people personality but still do the work, you can get places and I, and I believe that, and I think that's something I hold on to every day. oh wow, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work for hard yep,
0: oh my God, <laughs> I love this one. That's a cool saying. (laughs) Love that. And how about like now, like an advice from you to future
1: sports journalists? What would it be? My number one advice to somebody out there right now, whether they at school, you know, sitting on the couch, it's a network. I know it sounds cliche. It sounds like it don't make no sense, but network. If you go in college, everybody in your class should know you. Everybody in your classes. Whether it's even just the hello, you know, or like I just want to build my network in my and my, my reach, can we swap Instagrams? Can we swap social social media? you have a LinkedIn? Um, those type of things, I feel like, is the, the most important thing because the person you're in class with today might be a lawyer tomorrow, might be a someone's boss tomorrow, might be the, the agent for somebody you want to book tomorrow. Um, and it just always is good to have that network to go back to. And then even if it's not somebody that you're in school with, when you people are out at parties, not, you know, raids, but like parties, like social gatherings, Like, that should be a time for you to network. When you're at work and you see somebody doing something you want to do, man, tell them, look, man, I like what you're doing. Here's my network. But uh, networking is key and getting business cards. Even if your business card don't say much, even if your business card is QR code with the link to all your profiles, um, because people will remember you, but you know how the brain is. You could forget something so fast. But if I have a business card, take a quick picture of it. Okay, cool. Um, I got you locked in so that would be like my sound advice I give anyone um, if you whatever you want to do you can definitely do it don't let nobody tell you can't they told me I couldn't work in sports they told me I can't work in LA they told me I can't do this I can't do that and I'm doing it and it's not because I'm like better than anybody else but just because I don't take no for an answer and I work my ass off and I don't give up so that would be my number one thing and my number one advice to give to anybody listening.
0: all right love the advice and I love that I'm going to have to put that the episode is explicit because you said that you work your turn off. Love that.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. You could bleep that and I'll drop the sound for that or something. I'll show you. My bad, my bad, my bad.
0: It's okay. It's okay. And, uh, well, we're getting to the end of this episode. And I was just wondering if there's anything else that you'd like to share with me the listeners people studying journalism listening
1: because they're curious or people already in the industry i think i kind of kind of already said it but i did just want to say like being a journalist and working in media it's a broad field it's not just holding a mic in front of the teeth in front of a camera that's gonna go on tv later that night Um, it's definitely a broad field don't let anybody box you in use your youth to learn Everything. learn a bunch of skills. If somebody is good at Photoshop, get with them, get next to them. Maybe you'll be good at a, a Premiere. You could cut a video for them, and y'all could teach each other something. Um, so my thing would just be to use your network, use the resources in order to sharpen your skills, in order to build your reach. Um, don't take no for an answer, and always and always always work your butt off because hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So. That would be just like my little thing that I want to share with the people.
0: That's that's great. That's your own <laughs> unique advice and section. So yeah. thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Yeah. It was so nice having you and chatting after like three years.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, it's been too long. Too long.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much again for coming and for everybody listening to us. Thank you for listening to the episode and I'll see you guys on the next one.